What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Roadmap, Benzinga's NFT show. We got a huge, huge episode for you today. Big, big updates coming your way from Yuga Labs. The company named a new CEO. Who is it? We'll tell you and what you should know. Also, there's a trailer out for the highly anticipated trial of Jimmy the Monkey. We'll dive into the trailer and some of the clues. Also talk about mutant hounds. And we will have a so rare update later on the episode with Money Mitch. And also talk about some players that I recently purchased. Stay tuned. All that and more. This is The Roadmap. What's up, everyone? As I said, this is the Roadmap, Benzinga's NFT show. We got a huge, huge episode today. So much to get to. But before we dive into today's episode, want to first give a shout out to our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by So Rare, which is a global sports game and entertainment platform that empowers fans to live their passion for sports at a deeper level. You get to collect officially licensed digital player cards, partnerships with Major League Baseball, the National Basketball Association, and over 200 soccer clubs around the world. Sign up now and get 20 free So Rare NBA cards just for signing up. Use the link in the description below and you will also get a free limited card when you buy five cards on the marketplace. Over 2 million people have signed up for So Rare with 300,000 monthly active users. Build a lineup of five players for weekly contest Monday through Thursday and Friday through Sunday. We will be breaking down more on So Rare later on today's episode and showing off my lineups and also talking to Mitch. So stay tuned for that later on. But again, shout out to our sponsor, So Rare. Well, since we have so much to dive into today, I think it's time to get started. And to do that, I need to bring on my co-host and our producer, the one and only Alyssa. Alyssa, what's going on? Boy, do we have a show for you guys today. First off, Christmas sweaters. Christmas, Christmas sweaters stuff. on point, right? We got yeah. Benzinga swag representing. Yeah. Uh, if you guys don't have a Benzinga Christmas sweater, uh, I mean, go to the merch store and get one. Uh, and you can wear this outside of Christmas time, right, yeah. Alyssa? Like, you I don't mean, have to wear it the week of Christmas. It's only, it's like, it's winter flavored. <laughs> yeah, winter topic. flavor. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but yeah, definitely love rocking the Christmas sweaters around the holidays. Um, I, I mean, Alyssa, so much to get into today. Uh, before we get into today, though, I just want to give a quick shout out on Tuesday's episode. We, of course, welcomed the Wall Street Bulls team back on the show. Um, it was a very, very fun episode, right? We walked through the options market, a very cool thing where you can take your Wall Street Bulls NFT, you use an options ticket, and rather than creating a whole new NFT, right, like Board Apes did before with uh, Mutant Apes, you actually change the traits of your bull. 
Now, you also have a little bit of that degen and casino nature, though, right? Because you can actually lose your bull completely. There's a 15% chance that your bull essentially dies and you lose your NFT. Uh, he can also go to jail and you have to bail him out with another options ticket. But uh, if you didn't get to watch that, check out Tuesday's episode because I was gifted a couple Wall Street Bulls NFTs from them and was able to change the traits. And I now have a super, super rare bull. Uh, Alyssa, what did you think of that episode and the options market? So I love that whole concept and like execution of it all. It just, um, I really liked it. Like you, like I always had a problem. Like whenever I search for um, NFTs, I look for the one that I really like. Like, I don't like the ones with the random traits, but like that kind of like helps you and also like feeds your, I need to gamble feeling maybe like I'm going to go maybe get a better looking bull. And like you, I cannot believe the one that you got, <laughs> the one you did. That's some pretty cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I, I still have that other one that I got to get some options tickets uh, to, to do that on a future episode. Uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, before we get into the news, Seeing a lot of people here watching us live. Again, shout out to our loyal viewers and also anyone who's watching this after the fact. Please go ahead and smash that like to let us know you're here and also leave a comment in the chat. Give us a GM. Let us know what city you're from. Tell us what you're excited about in the NFT or crypto world right now. Uh, let's get that chat going. We had a very lively chat on Tuesday's episode. And also make sure you're subscribed to Benzinga's YouTube channel if you have not done so already. Um, Alyssa, I mean, let's let's dive in with the news, right? So, I mean, the the big news uh, from earlier this week uh, was that Yuga Labs announced the hiring of a new CEO, and this has probably been a long time coming for the company, right? Which they kind of said that they had been searching for someone. Mm -hmm. And they announced that Daniel Alligator will be the new CEO starting in the first quarter of 2023, which of course we're almost to 2023. Now, where does Daniel Alligator come from? A little company called Activision Blizzard. I don't yeah. know if you've ever heard of games like Call of Duty. Diablo, Overwatch, Candy Crush, and World of Warcraft. I mean, some of the best-selling franchises of all time. Uh, he spent the last two years there. He was president and chief operating officer. And before working at Activision, he also worked at a, a little company called Google. Um, I don't know if anyone out there knows Google. Um, but he had several roles over 16 years with the company including being the president of global retail and shopping and also the president of the Asia Pacific and Japan region. Um, Yuga Labs co-founder Wiley uh, said, Nicole, Greg, and I have been on the hunt for someone with Daniel's skill set for some time. The business, our ambitions, and the complexity of the work have grown beyond our wildest expectations. We are thrilled to have him join the team to help with our vision of a truly interoperable metaverse. Um, I mean, this is a massive opportunity that they are working on. And Alligator went on to say, since exploding onto the scene with Board Ape Yacht Club in 2021, Yuga Labs has quickly made a name for itself through a powerful combination of storytelling 
and community building. The company's pipeline of products, partnerships, and IP represents a massive opportunity to define the metaverse in a way that empowers creators and provides users with true ownership of their identity and digital assets. Uh, current Yuga Lab CEO Nicole Munez will stay with the company as a partner and strategic advisor. Before we get any further um, into this news, I mean, Alyssa, let, let's start with the big headline, right? Yuga Labs names a new CEO, and he comes from Activision Blizzard. Well, what's your thoughts when you hear that the new CEO of Yuga Labs is coming from one of the biggest video game companies ever? Bullish. Very bullish. <laughs> it's really neat. Um, question, is he still with Activision Blizzard, though? He like, is. So I read an SEC filing, and I believe that he is staying on until March, based on what I read. So I don't think he's going to be able to start with Yuga Labs until then, of course, unless the companies, you know, work out some sort of agreement or a buyout. But my understanding is he'll start essentially uh, March or April with Yuga Labs. Great question. Okay. Do you see Activision Blizzard ever, like... And board ape kind of like coming to coming together, or you think it's just the, his, the CEO popping in? I I think it, I think at this point just the CEO popping in. Um, I feel like if Activision didn't have anything else going on, maybe I would think there's more there. But I feel like Activision has its hands absolutely full right now with the yeah. Microsoft acquisition mm -hmm. and now the FTC lawsuit um, over it. Yeah. So. Down the road, I mean, essentially, that's the other thing is not only is he coming from Activision, Microsoft could own Activision next year. He sure. also worked at Google. Like, we're talking some of the biggest companies in the space. Like, yeah. I feel like Activision's the headline for me, right? But then I look at 16 years with Google. Um, I mean, and he also has that global experience, right? Like, he ran the Asia-Pacific region, which we know, of course, there's a ton of people over there that love NFTs, but it's also an area for growth, right? Um, you know, they're doing Ape Fest in America, right? They're doing mm -hmm. all these NFT events for the most part are taking part in America. So maybe him joining could bring some of that international exposure as well. So what's, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't, I'm just super curious to see what the what will happen because like, Board Ape is without a doubt the most known NFT project. There's a reason why he is on board now after working with Google and uh, Activision Blizzard. He, he probably just sees the potential of it all. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's bullish. <laughs> That's all I can say. Here's his ape, by the way. Yeah. And so, Alyssa, I mean, I, I saw when this news was announced and Benzinga was fortunate enough to have this news out first thing when it was announced um, under embargo. And, you know, we were able to beat some of these other media outlets. Super excited about that. But as news spread on Twitter, I mean, it was incredibly like overwhelming positive, right? Yes. There weren't a ton of negative comments out there. Um, I think, you know, for me, the only drawbacks are, Yes, he's still employed at Activision. So like how long until he can, you know, come over and make an impact. And then also I saw some 
some people say, you know, maybe bringing in an outsider who's not as familiar with NFTs, you know, could take some more time, right, to kind of get him in. Because this is someone who didn't have a PFP on Twitter. It's someone who I don't think I've ever heard talk about NFTs. So, I mean, what do you think of that, Alyssa? He's kind of almost an outsider, right? He's got the gaming experience, which is going to be huge for other side, but maybe not so much the the PFP and NFT experience. You think any of that matters or is that showing kind of that shift again away from? Um, I don't think, I think it's actually a good thing to bring someone from the outside in uh, just because more than one brain and opinion and like skill set is better than like just one of like the same thing um the guy like has how many years was he with activision blizzard so two years with activision blizzard 16 with google okay so like yeah it's it's pretty good i i like the fact that he's got something different and maybe it would take him some time but i feel like he probably sees the potential with this um, like how Activision Blizzard has like, you know, World of Warcraft and Diablo, like two different games and then Overwatch, another different game. It just And now here's the metaverse that he probably wants to get involved in because he sees the potential and like how many people are buzzing around uh, Board Ape and how they're just still, they're still pushing no matter, even, even when the market is like crap, they're still pushing and he probably really liked and that's why is there also it's just i think i messaged you this i think it's really cool because greg and um can't remember his name they used to play yes they used to play world of warcraft all the time right that's what when you were interviewing him at uh future crypto in new york he said like we always played this wow together and it's just it's full circle full circle circle. that gives me like some chills here Alyssa. that yeah i mean someone who just was in charge of world of warcraft is now going to like lead their ambitions of what they want to build out uh a couple more points for me here like the the other thing is you know i hate to say it because like obviously like call of duty uh, you know, Diablo, Overwatch, World of Warcraft, huge franchises. I think those are incredibly important. But the other one for me is I actually, I think Candy Crush may be underestimated here. Activision acquired King Digital, the company behind Candy Crush, a couple years ago. I mean, it is still a massively popular mobile yeah. game. Like, it surprised even me, right? Like, I remember when it was huge, but that hasn't gone away. And it also brought casual people to mobile gaming right and i think that shouldn't be lost here because with other side remember they're still trying to onboard more people to the web3 space and how do you onboard new people you got to go after those casual people who haven't heard of web3 they don't know what nfts are other side could do that maybe with some of the the same things that candy crush has been successful with so I kind of like that aspect. The other one, Alyssa, for me that I saw someone share on Twitter, not to knock on any CEOs out there, right? But they could have hired a former CEO from a company, but instead they got someone who was president and chief (laughs) operating officer. And the, the quote I saw was that like, essentially the COOs of companies are the ones who know how to get shit done. They're not the leader, right, leading everyone else. They're the ones who are, like, pushing those extra inches 
all around. They're the ones who know the financials, know what needs to be done. Like, I kind of like the fact that this is someone who wasn't a CEO and instead was that COO role. I mean, does does that make sense and right track there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, like I said, I'm just super bullish and interested to see where this is going because it is all around a great um, a great thing. And all, I saw a few posts on Twitter, not a few, a lot of posts, uh, people saying that this is good for the, the space like as a whole and not just for board apes. Which I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, last thing here on, on this note was uh, Wiley and Greg, they wrote a letter um, wel <laughs> welcoming Daniel to the team. And I, I like this quote was, when it comes to the metaverse, we're competing with giants. In order to catapult other side and our other ambitious projects to new heights, We've known for a long time we wanted to bring in someone with a proven track record of building at the highest possible level. Um, you know, so I think that's that example there, right? Is again, they've been searching for someone. They wanted that experience. And I mean, they are competing with giants. Like, let's face it. They're trying to build out this metaverse. They're trying to build a game. There's a ton of people in the game space. There's a ton of people in the metaverse space. They probably needed a a person like this to really take hold and catapult them to that next level. Yeah. Um, uh, relating this to other uh, NFT projects, like Cool Cat's got a new CEO, um, Pudgy Penguins. Uh, they all have experience outside of just like artists and NFT people. And they, it's actually working out pretty well for them. Yeah. It's just new, like I said, new, new brain, an other world combined with other brains that they don't yeah. don't understand. It's just, it's good. No, I, I, I love that, Alyssa. So as you said, you know, when does he start? So he comes on board uh, probably second quarter next year. So what is Yuga Labs going to do in the meantime, right? Are they just going to sit around and wait for, you know, Daniel to come in? No, yeah. they have this amazing uh, launch that is happening that they've been teasing for a while. Um, we have the trial of Jimmy the monkey happening. And I mean, this is just, it's insane. We've been waiting for all this news to come out. We've been waiting for a trailer to come out. So we're going to walk through um, a couple of these trailers and a couple of these items uh, and kind of go over our takes here. So this was the first teaser, right? That they put out was kind of this, this picture, right, of an eyeball and a keyhole, right? And it was like, you won't believe your eyes, details in the thread. And if you scroll down, um, you know, we, we have a bunch of different comments. Uh, pieces of the narrative will be released along the way. Pay attention to the signs. Details might be important down the line. Um, and then also talking about a interactive mint experience for Bored Ape and Mutant Ape holders. And you'll be asked to test your skills and your knowledge. Um, but I want to get to that slide there. So this is the important one that they put out. Now, if we if we went back a couple weeks ago, Alyssa, I remember talking about Board 8 Kennel Club, right? And I said that that was the play. I, I think that dogs were going to pop at some point, right? Because they were going to be included in this trial, right? If you look at the roadmap. And sure enough, what happened, we get this thing that shows that if you own a board ape and a kennel club, a dog, 
that it's going to be to your advantage, right? That catapults you up to tier four. People who own just a bored ape are in tier three. If you own a mutant ape and a dog, you're in tier two. And if you own a mutant ape, you're in tier one. Now, obviously, if you just own a dog, you are not in any of these four, along with anyone else who doesn't own any of these. The the other thing that was listed in that thread was that, um, or maybe it's, oh, it was that thread. There will be an optional ape spend mechanic for those looking to enhance uh, their experience. So the ape coin won't be required based on that wording, um, but it sounds like could be advantageous. So, I mean, Alyssa, what do you think of this, right? We, we've been saying that, that dogs dogs was the play. I mean, it looks like dogs were the play, right? Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to pull up the dog on OpenSea. Uh, 8.49. Oh, man, it's even higher. These were these were like six. I mean, I feel like. Yeah, oh, my analytics. Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it faster. I mean, <laughs> you were right. You were calling it for I don't know how long. The the uh, the dogs. The, the dogs. The kennel club. Um, I just. I like I like this whole tiered the tiered system. Yeah. Like they're totally rewarding the people who were like there supporting from like the beginning, like with the ape and the kennel. You already know like those people were there. Like totally bullish on board if that makes any sense. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. And then like having the one board ape with the tier three, I, I get it. Um because I feel like um the people who went into uh, mutant apes. Like they did it after the fact, after like, because it was like the cheapest bet, and they didn't yeah. want just the dog; they wanted an ape. So I like the tier system; it yeah. works. And um, does this like is this gonna play into uh, other side, like the tiers? I'm or... guessing it's gonna play into a lot of things going forward. I kind of think. Now the one thing is, if you go up to the top of that, right? It doesn't have a tier. Not the top of the thread, the top of that picture. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't list like tier five, but a lot of people thought that like that showed that if you owned a full set, right? If you had a bored ape, a mutant ape, and a, a dog, you were gonna be at the top. And Greg went on and clarified that and said that no, tier four is the highest. So I mean, what do you think of that, Alyssa? Like if you're someone who owns a bored ape, a mutant ape, and a dog. It doesn't actually work out this time in your advantage. I mean, obviously there's advantages, but not necessarily for the tiers. Do you think there should have been like a tier five for people who own all three? You know, I don't, that's interesting. I don't know. Like you would think, you would think that having all three yeah. would put you at the tippy top, but. The tippy top, I, mean, I agree. The tippy top, but huh. Are people I, angry about that? I, I I was surprised. I really was. And I actually thought when I looked at that image at first too, I was like, oh yeah, full set at the top. And yeah. then I was like, wait a second, it doesn't say tier. So is that just the the key? And sure enough, it's just the key. Um, so I mean, it is what it is. I also like the fact that someone who owns just a bored ape is still ahead of someone who owns a mutant ape and a dog, right? Because like, I feel like these tiers could be you know, controversial, but I think at the end of the day, the people who own the board apes are always going to be, you know, rewarded the most. And you guys yeah. gone to show that. So, but Alyssa, I know 
this episode is going to fly by. So I, I think it's time we got to dive into then what came out yesterday, right? Was from the Board Ape Twitter account. Uh, this post said, Jimmy faces the ultimate trial. Stay tuned to mdvmm.xyz for what comes next. Um, of course, we know that MD and MM was also on the roadmap. Um, which could mean mutant dogs, mecha dogs. Um, I mean, so do with that what you want. But uh, should should we play a little bit of this trailer and dive in? Yeah. So they no sound either. I watched this trailer a bunch last night, and I also love the fact that they utilized apes from the community, right? So like, there's their main ape, um, you know, that they've used forever. And yeah. he's been in a bunch of the trailers. But then throughout this video, you also see some famous apes from, you know, some of the top holders. So he gets handed this box, right? Which we saw this box before. Um, and he also gets handed this, this key. He looks absolutely dumbfounded. Uh, there's, a, there's the other apes, yeah. Yeah. And then they, they essentially just turn this box into, you know, drinking. Um, but yeah, we got some pink fur apes there. Um, we're playing playing a little a little key pong here, um, yeah. beer pong with the key, and then this dude uh, drinks it and swallows the key. <laughs> and now he's got to get it out. So so right there, we'll get back to that at some point. But we did see a keypad. Uh, so I, I just want to point that out while we're watching this in real time, but we'll, we'll circle back. So there was a keypad. Um, you know, the, the important thing I think was obviously they said, pay attention to signs. Um, and there's going to be clues along the way. So like, I mean, there's people who have watched this video probably thousands of times and keep seeing different things. Um, I have not watched it a thousand times yet, but I definitely keep seeing new things like almost every time, like even that right down this thing and then of course we get the this picture of uh that that butthole with the key uh-huh. that everyone is talking about um i mean a minute 50 seconds and there's just so much like to unpack so here yeah this was the thing i think people were talking about the most right is like if you slow it down if you go like frame by frame you, you can see him uh punch in and i believe if we pull up this first thread here um, from user RYY underscore Wills um, on Twitter, uh, he talks about the keypad and it looks like 41254, Alyssa, is what people are saying was punched in. And here's the crazy part is if you go to OpenSea and you pull up the other deed for other side, and you look at land plot 41254, who is the owner of that land plot, you might ask? It is, of course, Yuga Labs. 41, where did it go? 41254. I didn't fact check this, so hopefully this is right. Owned by Yuga Labs. I mean... Can't be a coincidence at this point, right? Like I, I, I'm like 99.9% sure that I can say that. Um, so I think that this land is going to play uh, a big part in other side and also in you know this trial. So 
Um, I mean, what do you think of that, Alyssa? Like, what jumped out to you during the trailer that you were like, hmm, like, that might be a, a clue? Was it this keypad right away? Yeah, it was a, hold on, where is that? Okay, there it is. Um, so, I watched it not a thousand times, but I did watch it a bunch this morning, because the morning this morning is when I was, like, first saw it, okay? The keypad right away, yes. And then I was uh, looking at the beginning uh, with the guy, him, <laughs> the toilet dwelling monkey ape. yeah I, I was like i was paying attention to him a lot because like it's medieval i don't know like if that even would mean anything because like you haven't seen that at all in four days yet really right yeah like i don't think we have but he's the one who gave the box to jimmy yeah and i mean he's got like armor on He's got a sword. And in the background noise, you can hear like uh, fighting, like medieval fighting. Yeah. So I was like wondering, that might be something, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I mean, there's like, there's so much. It's like, and then you look at like um, beer pong, right? So beer yeah. pong naturally is like, four cups in the back, three, then two, then one, right? So, like, could those numbers mean anything, right? Could that shape, right, the triangle, the pyramid, could that mean something, right? Like, why are they playing beer pong? Um, you, you know, like, some of this could be completely random, right? Yeah. But, like, I feel like a lot of it, I keep going back to, like, the wording that said, like, pay attention to the signs. And I think at one point there was, like, a sign on the wall in the bathroom or something. Oh, maybe it was there. Yeah, there's like different signs in the bathroom. Maybe, maybe when they're partying too. I think I know what you're talking about. There's a C on the door. Like they already know. They already know they got the whole community in like a clutch. Like they know people are gonna look at literally everything. So like there's groups forming. There's like people <laughs> making groups to like dissect this together and like solve the puzzle. And like there's not even a puzzle yet. Like yeah. so Alyssa, why don't you click on that link there in the tweet? Um that website. I don't think you have to sign in yet. So if we go through this, so you have December 21st, the trial of Jimmy, which has been unlocked. That's the prologue. Then if we kind of scroll through this one at a time, you have the past, present, and future, December 28th, Mysteries Revealed. Then you have Prepare for the Mint, um, January 11th. And I mean, so if you look at the wording, right, the past, present, and future says, a prophet waddles among us, listen closely. So listen, prepare for the mint. The first word it says is study study the guide, and then plan your strategy. There's a lot of action words here, right? And then January 18th, the mint begins. Multi-week interactive mint. The sewer calls discover its treasures and mint what you gather. Uh, February 8th, mint reveal. The moment has arrived. Embrace the digital rapture of your sewer revelation. And then the story continues. Chapter 1, with a date of TBA. Anything stand out like with these dates or these words, Alyssa? I'm gonna have to look at it more, really. And read a lot of threads. But I'm still stuck on the medieval crap. Like the past, Prophet Wilds Among Us, listen closely. I think listen. I feel like listen, listen. 
makes me think that whatever comes out on December 28th, right? So we just played the trailer with no audio. There was, of course, some audio. But I think when the next thing comes out, I feel like the audio is going to play a bigger role. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's going to be, like, certain words said, certain numbers said, but I feel like something that's said... Um, it's going to play in more. That's just my hunch based on listen. And then the the study word stands out to me too, right? Study the guide. Um, I mean, I think that's important. Well, didn't um, Garga tell you at Future Crypto that this is just totally out of pocket? <laughs> yeah. And he kept saying some, okay, to be fair, I was up on stage with Garga and I asked him right about uh, the trial of Jimmy. And I also asked him about all these threads on Twitter. Right. And if anyone had come close and if he had read all those threads and he said, no one had come close. And he said that it was going to be some weird shit. Yeah. I watched that trailer last night and I was like, (laughs) yeah, he's right. This is some weird shit. Right. When we're starting, you know, with the monkey on a toilet and we got something coming through the toilet, right through the sewer. Yeah. Um, and then we also got, you know, a, a picture of a monkey's butt, right, as part of the the video. So I mean, it's definitely some weird shit. So I mean, shout out Garga. He uh, he was not lying to my face. No, nope, no, nope, not at all. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, hold on. Uh, uh, the sewer calls. Yeah, I was just gonna say, go back to that because yeah, the fact that he comes up through the toilet. Like, he came from the sewer, possibly, right? Oh, like, hold on a minute. What goes on when he's in, when this, when he jumps into the sewer? Like, there's stuff that, well, it's just a bunch Yeah, isn't there, of like, an animal it. or something? Like a frog. Frog. Oh, golly. Let me figure out how to go slower than this. A boot, a frog, a banana peel. Is it a ladder? Is it a ladder? There's, like, a, what is that? Is it a oh, ladder or a net or a something right there? A net and a ladder. A net? Okay. That might just be because it's a sewer, though, like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there could be something hidden in there, <laughs> but right now it's just a bunch of junk. But he does go through the sewer. I'll get rid of that. Uh, yeah, wait a wait a pause on that. I saw people definitely sharing that picture. No, that was the first thing I saw when I opened up Twitter today. <laughs> screenshot after screenshot of yeah. everyone sharing it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there's people so. like making merch of it already, and really? yeah. So. <laughs> funny. The sewer yeah. calls though, like that's it's definitely because uh, the guy, the night monkey comes out from the sewer. Goes back in. Boy, he has uh, Jimmy has to go through the sewer to get the key. Um, yeah, it's just oh man. I will say that I love the timeline of this. I love the fact that the trailer came out on December twenty first, yeah, and that we're not getting anything else until December twenty eighth because that not only gives people a chance to speculate, make these threads, and talk about it. But also for anyone who celebrates Christmas, uh, you're not just sitting in front of Twitter waiting for a video to come out on Christmas Day, right? You got to wait until after Christmas. So I will say that. I do like that, like, there is a little bit of a break. Yeah. But now that people are going to be sitting, like, at their Christmas morning, just thinking about Jimmy the Monkey, you know, in a sewer and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, I think... If it hasn't done been done already, I can see someone like trying to do something with the dates, like the time in between the dates, or, oh, or yeah. something, something with the dates. I feel like that might be another thing, or it could yeah. be. This is neat. 
Nito. I still got to go through all these uh, these different threads. Yeah. Um, I did see there was one uh, that said that their theory was that the mint is actually for the club membership um, in Miami, which has kind of been rumored for a while, right? That there was going right. to be like the physical yacht club in Miami. So, I mean, we've already gotten Board Ape Yacht Club. We've already gotten Mutant Apes. We've already had Board Ape Kennel. And now we have the other deed. Is there really going to be another NFT mint? I, I think is the question, right? Is like, is there room in this market for another mint? Like, is it going to be, is it going to cost money? Is it going to be free for people who solve this or have the, the necessary assets? Like, I don't know. Good question. We won't know until it's here, really. I know that's the thing. Like we can speculate all we want, but like like Garka said before, everybody's yeah. wrong. So. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I would um, love to ask him that again today. Like, hey, everyone watched the trailer. We got a bunch of threads out there on what it what it means. Is anyone close? Just to hear him say no. Cause I'm guessing that's the case. So yeah. I could yeah. be wrong. No, Who I knows? mean, it's just something like it, Twitter's such a fun place. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, at least on my timeline, I didn't look at like the overall like national trends, but Yuga Labs was trending on my timeline last night. Um, I, I feel like Board Ape Yacht Club was trending at one point. Uh, I mean, there was definitely you know, a bunch of, a bunch of people talking about this. So yeah, look at that group, 300 (laughs) members only. You got to be either smart or own a board ape. Um, Like I said, like there's people, yeah, that are. Look closer, there's dogs on the bottom. Yeah. Oh, on the bottom of it. I missed that. That's why they were drinking out of it to show the bottom. <laughs> They're even going at like the smallest of details. They are looking at it all. They really like the Yuga Lab really, really are smart. <laughs> yeah. With, like the marketing and like the um, getting, catching people's attention. Um, and I love, I love this rap. Like, who does, who did this? I'm relating this back to like, um, Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, oh, yeah. Back, he also does stuff like this. Hide stuff in the game, um, in the code, on the websites, and in the games. Uh, it's just something that engages the community, and it creates buzz around it. And then you have people like Matt Pat, the um, Game Theory YouTube channel with millions of subscribers, making videos all about it, and it just creates even more, more buzz around whatever I'm like, yeah. imagine if this like catches onto like the radar of someone like that and he they do a deep dive and it just a bunch more people just get dragged into this. Yeah, I mean it's it's just absolutely like insane. So All right. Well, I knew this was going to happen. We spent a ton of time talking about Yuga Labs, so we didn't really get to anything else. And I know yeah. we'll be talking about this next week to um, Alyssa, because a week from yesterday, 
we're going to get the the update from them, right? So we're going to have great content next week, um, you know, with the 1228 release. So everyone yeah. stay tuned for that. But now is the part of the show where we turn to focusing on So Rare, which is the sports platform. Um, digital trading cards, as I mentioned, they are the sponsor of the show. Um, so with that being said... Uh, I don't think he's rocking a Christmas sweater today, but I do see some holiday cheer from my man, Mr. Money Mitch. Let's go. Let's go. What's going on, guys? How we doing out there? Doing good. Loving the hat. Loving the hat. Alyssa and I are are matching today with our our Christmas I see you. I need one of those, man. You got to get, there's two different colors. We got to get you both. So Right? I like it. I like it. No, we need a roadmap one. We do, we do. We need, yeah, I want, we're, we need to do some Christmas sweaters with NFTs, we said uh, on Tuesday's yeah. episode. So, yeah, next yeah. next year. Some ugly Christmas sweaters too, right? Why not? Yeah, yeah. it's the only way, right? <laughs> All right, let's get to it. It seems like, you know, one of the things that I've been saying on So Rare, and I've been talking about it, is that, you know, I'm not only playing NBA now. <laughs> Now I'm over here with the Global Cup. I'm here playing, a, even even adding to my Major League Baseball cards already, oh, Chris. I've been getting uh, ready, huh? Yeah, I'm getting ready. You know me. I I like my baseball, and I, I'm excited. You know that comes really quickly. March right around the corner, and that right? is a long ass season, Mitch, for baseball. Hell yeah! There's gonna be means... a lot of contests. Exactly, a lot of contests, a lot of ability to keep adding to your cards keep building um right now if you're building your commons you can be doing swaps swaps have been going really well for me so what i usually try to do is just try to keep swapping some lower rated player and just take the top player there right sometimes i'm getting returns i'm swapping a five for a 22 well i can take that all day keep building up the commons getting ready for the season and in soccer it didn't go too bad in the global cup I was able to get underneath the 10,000 mark. I think both of us got underneath that 10,000 mark. So we got some rewards and it didn't go too bad. I actually ha- have some decent cards that I got actually out of that tournament. And I'll go ahead and I'll share my screen right quick so you can see at least what I've been getting. And you guys can see some of my soccer cards that I have here, right? I got Rodrigo de Paul. There we go. I got to try to figure out if I can sell this, sell these two. I'm thinking about selling them because, you know, I really kind of more along and into the NBA and yep. the MLB side. But I think that I think I know someone that might have done the same move here and actually already completed selling these. So tell us about it, Chris. What's been going on with you? Yeah, I uh, I won some rewards, right, from playing the, the Global Cup. And I decided, much like you just said, Mitch, that... I am more invested in the NBA side of things right now, right? So I said, why don't I go ahead and sell these soccer moments? And why don't I try to beef up my NBA lineup? So that's what I did. And in the past week, I bought three new players, Mitch. And I don't think I've even told you who I bought yet. So let me No, that's the fun part. Let me share my screen. Let's go. Let's take a look. So I went ahead and I bought, uh, let, let's start on the right here. Uh, my first purchase was Mason Plumley of the Hornets. He's a center, has a cap of 30. 
He cost $10.60. Now, before I bought him his last three games, he had 31, 37, and 25 fantasy points. Mm -hmm. Since I bought him his two games, he's had 30 and 31. So essentially hitting right on that cap line, right? Which for 10 bucks, I'll take it. Um, I think that's been a, a good performer. My next purchase was Tobias Harris of the 76ers. He has a 36 cap. He cost me $16.25, a little bit more. Pretty cheap, though. Before I bought him, he had 35, 31, and that dreaded DNP did not play. So I actually think he dropped a little in price because he sat out and people thought that he was going to be injured long term. He wasn't. So in the two games that I have played him in, he got 31 and 26. Now, of course, those two numbers are below his current cap, um, but that might mean that his cap actually comes down. And again, $16, I thought was actually kind of a steal here. And then the last purchase that I had was Daniel House Jr. of the 76ers. He has a cap of only nine, and he cost me only $2.82, which is pretty dang cheap for a player who actually plays. Yeah. Here's the best part, Mitch. His three games before I uh, bought him, DNP, DNP, and nine, right? He just came back from an injury. Since I bought him, the two games he's played, 15 and 18, which is significantly higher than his cap. And I mean, at this point, he's a value play for me in one of my lineups each week. What do you think, Mitch, of my three purchases? Well, definitely use some money wisely. I definitely would say that right off the top. And now you got yourself even further depth. If you guys don't remember, uh, Chris was the one that went for more of the depth style with the, the cash that we use to build the teams. I went with more of the all-star, and that has been a struggle for me because at the end of the day, if, with, if you don't got depth, when you start getting some injuries, it gets to a tough spot. But, of course, we're not here to talk about the downside, right? Injuries are injuries. They're going to happen. But if you have some depth, it definitely will help you. Looks like, Chris, you're building up that depth. And, of course, that might help you with more competitions that have been released, right? I want to talk a little bit about those competitions. One necessarily being the new special weekly ones. Have you seen these, right? So now we got the all offense, offensive scoring categories, points, right? all defense. We've been getting more and more special tournaments. And I think that that is definitely important to catch right now. We got the deck, the halls, this one, you can bring in all the cards, limited, rare, super rare, unique, and competing there for some great prizes, right? There's some, some good prizes right there. You can see here, we're going to be even getting some super rares there. If you're able to win this. And the best part is you can do this with all limited, right? You got the seasons of giving, Look at this, 250 cards going to be put out there. Well, go ahead and try to get into as many competitions as you can. That'll always increase your chances of winning. Mitch, scroll back up for a minute. There is actually yeah. another one I want to mention. Season mm -hmm. of Giving. Did you yeah. see that one? Click on the I. You can put in commons in this. No Ooh. cap. No cap. No put cap. Put whatever you want. And look at the prizes um, on this one. I think there's, I think the prizes are even, uh, yeah, there's limited and rare 
for the super prize rare, man. Super you could be rare. winning. Look at this, just with your commons. Yeah, and that's a common, man. Anybody that wear wins one of those super rares, well, let's just be honest. Either you could keep it and have a good valuable card, or if you even if you flipped it, right? Commons were free. Well, yeah. let's just be honest. I know there's there's flippers out there. Can't blame you if you're one of those people. All I could say is that would definitely be a boom shakalaka type <laughs> of money. You can't go wrong there. So uh, we'll see what happens if I anyone mean, Mitch, wins one of those. Mitch, a person, a person could sign up today, right? Get their yeah. 20 free commons. They could can, enter this boom. contest and win a huge prize for, for free, right? Am mm-hmm. I like understanding that? A hundred percent. That's exactly it. And one of the best parts is right now you could still get your free one a day card. Also, that's going to help you. You'll have 21 cards to start off with. You can be joining this right now. And this competition starts for Christmas. There's a lot of kind of Christmas competitions that are going on right now. Holiday competitions. You can't go wrong with that. And even like the common champion. Now they're giving tickets to regular season games. $150 NBA store gift card. Well, there's a lot of prizes. I know for a little while, everyone was kind of noting that the football had the better prizes. Well, it looks like the NBA prizes are surely catching up. Yeah, definitely. Now, Uh, one last thing before we get into kind of your best players and what what we should be looking out for. I want to go ahead and invite everybody. If you want to come and join, we're going to be doing our own little league here. The Benzinga So Rare League. I want to give you guys the link so that you guys can join. We're going to get into this. Right now, Chris and I are joining up. We'll throw up the link here for you guys if you guys want to go ahead and join up. Like always, you're going to have to sign up, right? So the first thing you want to do is get your free players and then sign up to our league so that you can play with us. I'll tell you what. If we get enough people here, I'm willing to put up... One of my uh, one or two of my good cards. I'm sure Chris will go ahead and join me, and we'll make it a little bit of a prize, right? We can have some fun with this team. Join in, team. We'll take a look at it. The Benzinga So Rare League, and of course, we'll throw up the link how you guys can be getting, of course, your 20 free commons so that you can even join into this league. Got to be a part of So Rare, right? I mean, there's that that link is in the chat right now, Mitch, for perfect. joining uh, So Rare. Um, and then I'll let you grab that link. Um, for Perfect. The league. Exactly. There you guys see it. You guys see there Chris's link first. And then I'm throwing up also the join the league uh, link here. You guys join up. If we get 10 people in here, just 10, I'll go ahead and put up one of my cards. We'll see if you guys get up there. Plus All you right. get to see Mitch and I compete against each other this way right? too. I mean, that that's fun. This, this is going to be the fun so. part. Yeah. <laughs> Time to get after Chris. And then I get to give him a call. Be like, I'm getting you today, Chris. I beat you. I beat you. Yeah. You know it. Let's get into what you've been doing. I know that you've been doing better than I have as of late. Trying to battle your way into the prizes. What's going on there? Yeah, so I want to talk about uh, a player, right? You said you fell in the injury trap, right? I came out ahead on the injury side this week. Um, For the Phoenix Suns, right? Devin Booker Mm -hmm. is currently out. So who is getting added minutes because of him not playing? A guy named Landry Shamet, who I bought for $4.64 when we first started playing Mitch. He has a cap of 16 Now, in the three games before the Booker injury, he had 31, 13, and 13 for 
points. In the last two games, he has scored 29 and 48 against a cap of 16. He's actually, let me find the right picture here. He's actually number two on the value list for points ahead of his cap. That has absolutely helped me. And let me go ahead and pull up, Mitch, for this current week at the contest ending tonight. Thanks to Shemet, I am currently in the running for in a, the prize. That's what I like to see. Four, right, with my uh, contender lineup. Now I don't have any players playing tonight. Mm. There's only two games tonight, Mitch. So which helps me, right? It's the Spurs against the Pelicans and the Wizards against the Jazz. So I just need to not have all those players go off tonight to stay in the prize here. But on the right hand side. My champion lineup is out of the money, but I actually do have one player playing tonight, Conley. Um, He would have to go nuts, right, to get me into the running. But, I mean, Mitch, I had some pretty good scores this week in these two limited lineups. Uh, Look at that 51 from Shemette. Not bad at all. Definitely, Shemet definitely helping out there. A 51. Ubre has been on fire lately. I'm actually going to get to see Ubre pretty soon here as I got uh, January. I think it's like the 20. It's in the 20. Uh, but I'm going to be able to see, of course, the Charlotte Hornets versus my Miami Heat, of course. We'll see what happens. I'll get to see Ubre in person. And, of course, Plumlee. We'll see if those can keep pushing. Ubre has been hot lately. 48 points for him. He's consistent. Yeah, he's been really hot. Uh, If you look, 48. Last night, he didn't do quite as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Only 26. But uh, he has been with LaMelo Ball back. Now I do wonder if that's going to hurt his production. Um, So I was actually surprised to see such a high score this week. Um, One of the things that I would say about that, Chris, is that what's LaMelo's ball game, right? It's it's dish in, like cut it. It, yeah, it's cut in too, and, and look to the easy layup yeah. or dishes towards the threes. So I think if anything, it helps Ubre for his three game. Yeah, because they they start the defense slowly gets pulled down towards the rim, which leaves the perimeter players a little bit more open. And when you have someone that can dribble past a couple of people like Mello, well, clearly that's going to probably open up some threes for Ubre. Yeah, I think it's probably net positive, right? I think maybe he loses a couple minutes a game because exactly. there's one more player to go around. But I think, like you said, his production value actually goes up with having a better player on the floor with him. I, mm-hmm. No offense to who he was playing with before, but we, kn- we know that uh, Mello can ball. I mean, I guess pun intended there. Yeah, I mean, I have one player on that team too, Dennis Smith, that has now his game has been hit from Mello's yep. game, right? Because he was controlling a little bit of the ball. But now that Mello's here, of course, I mean, the last name's Ball, right? Give him the ball, <laughs> right? <laughs> but we'll see what's going on in here. The limited competition. I would try to sell some of my football players um, to see if I can get some re- return on those. I do have a couple of them. We'll see what happens. Hasn't been bad so far. But overall, the fantasy outlook in so rare, I'm loving it. I think that if anything... If there's any NFT that I will be using into 2023, clearly be so rare. Yeah, definitely. I I actually told a, a couple other colleagues this, Mitch, right? I was talking to Adam here at Benzinga. Mm-hmm. I was like, I am watching way more basketball this year. I'm 
I'm playing more daily fantasy contests as well because so rare has me so prepared for all these injury reports, right? Who's hot, who's not, who's getting more minutes. Like there's just so much more. The only thing we need, Chris, we need the NFL, NFL. Yeah. We need NFL. I, I'm excited. I hope that so rare gets the English Premier League rights, right? Yes. I mean, I'm I'm a soccer guy, but I can't keep track of all the different leagues worldwide. But I do love the EPL. Um, so I really hope that that happens too. And like you said, baseball. I'm excited mm-hmm. for baseball. Um, I did sell the one baseball moment that I had that I earned as a prize. Um, so I have zero baseball moments currently, but uh, I definitely will be looking uh-huh. to build before the season starts. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. You know, just build up a little bit on the common game. We don't have to be pushing too hard. And that's what I like about it too. Let's just say if you just want to play for the commons, that that can be done with So Rare. And I think that just that ability, power to So Rare, power to the CEO. I know he gave a letter on the website. If you guys want to check that out, definitely check out So Rare um, and check the letter that he put out. But I think it's definitely a positive that they're still being able to have inclusion. A lot of what you see in the NFE space is more what? Exclusivity, exclusion, kicking people out, saying that if you don't have what we have, well, you can't join our group. That's the opposite approach here by So Rare. They're more being free here and letting people come in, play it a little bit, enjoy it, and then determine for you if you think this is an investment for you. And then you can start you know, getting your limited, your rare cards and working your way up. But I think just that alone gives them the advantage for the longer period of time and helping uh, a lot of players get into NFTs, understand a little bit more of the gamification side, and in the long run, become investors into NFTs. I think this is the route that was a great route by SoRare, including the free common cards. Definitely. And speaking of those free commons, again, Mitch, that season of giving uh, no cap common lineup. Do you want to see? Do you want to see my my starting five right now without doing any research? Just looking at some of my highest cap players. Check this out. Look at you. Look at you. Not looking too bad. Luca, Giannis, Sabonis, SGA, and Donovan Mitchell. Like I could actually enter this lineup that I could never put in the other contest, right? Because the cap would absolutely kill me. Hey. Look at this. Go for it, man. I might I might go got. all in and enter that this week, right? And forget some of the other common lineups. Like, I'm going for the prizes, Mitch. Hell yeah. And that's the fun part about it. It was absolutely free to go for those. And yeah. you've just been collecting them, just building up your commons. It's not even your focus. But look at what you have an opportunity there. And if you get one of those super rares, well, we all know we're going to be celebrating here. We'll see what's happening if we can get ourselves a little boom shakalaka and see if Chris can get first in the pot in the prize for his limited this this week. And then, of course, we'll see what he does for the season of giving. Yeah, definitely. So stay tuned for that, guys. Mitch will be back on next week. We'll be talking through our lineups and our hopefully our prizes. Um, I don't know if Alyssa is coming back to, to do the farewell with me today. But Mitch, thank you so much again for joining us on the stream today. Mitch, what do you got coming up later? You got another show. And are you putting out, I I heard you've been putting out some of these 2023 stock pick videos that have me excited, right? Because I want to hear what's next. 
for the stock market after this kind of rough 2022 that we've had. Tell us more about that. Yeah, the truth is it's a, it's been a rough area in all different types of assets, right? It's not only in the NFTs, in the crypto space. It's been a tough space also in the equity markets and even in the bonds markets, right? Where you think things are safe. <laughs> well, not safe in bonds this year. And it just goes to show us that we need to be focusing on what? Exactly what this show and our other shows are starting to move towards, which is what happens in 23, right? That's what we need to be looking forward also for even the roadmap here with NFTs. What happens next year? Is next year the building phase or the breakout phase? I think it's going to be more of that building phase. But like always, you guys can keep up with everything about the NFT space and the crypto space right here with our guy, Chris Ketchy and Alyssa, of course, bringing it to you guys every week, twice a week. Don't forget it. Tuesdays and Thursdays, the roadmap can't miss it all right love it mitch definitely check out those videos and all that great content that mitch is putting out here Alyssa, thanks for uh hopping back on i know you, you get to hear mitch and i talk about basketball from the background here but i mean look at what so rare is doing they're giving away a bunch of prizes for the holidays just for having those common cards that's yeah that's pretty cool when we talk mm -hmm. about onboarding people to web3 right yeah, we love it. Love to see it. You love to see it. That's right. I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, no pay to play, right? More like just play. And then you can figure out if you want to pay to play, right? Oh, yeah. I like that aspect. Yeah. I do like that aspect. Alyssa, anything else uh, before we leave that people should know about? Yeah, so make sure to follow us on socials, like me, Mitch, Chris, and Benzinga, at Benzinga Twitter, because today later at 5 p.m eastern time right we're having a twitter spaces with ross gerber and we're going to be talking about the future of elon musk tesla what? twitter and more so pop in there and ross <laughs> ross gerber ross. versus elon musk yes. that thing's getting feisty man it is maybe maybe we can get musk to join maybe musk hey. will hop on hey we'll see it we'll see it ross or maybe we get more Alyssa. That's what we need. That's what I'm asking for. But hey, to each his own, right? We're all looking forward to getting more of us into 23. And don't miss that. Ross Gerber, today, 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't miss it, team. I'll definitely be listening. That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't miss it. All <laughs> right. Well, take care, everyone. Stay tuned. More great content coming up on Benzinga's YouTube. And like Alyssa said, follow us on all socials. And we will be back next week. Happy holidays for anyone who's celebrating this weekend. And as always, follow us and stay tuned for more. Take care and be safe out there. See ya.